Hello and welcome to AFCast. I'm your host Malcolm and today I'm going to be talking about the new video game Death Stranding. Uh, so to start us off, um, the developers for Death, Strand Death Stranding were Kojima Productions um, and Hideo Kojima, which is the person who made the company, um, is probably most popular for making the Metal Gear series. Um, so if it sounds familiar, that is where it's from. Uh, the engine is Decima. Uh, the publishers is Sony Interactive Entertainment, so PlayStation, which is why it's PlayStation only. Um, the composers are like various artists, so like they basically just got a bunch of um, material from other artists and stuff like that, got their permission and whatnot. And so you have you have people like Alan Walker, Major Lazer, Low Roar. You have music from all of them that. And it sounds really nice when they play it in the game. Um, the platforms that it's available on, like I said, it's PlayStation only right now. Um, but there is, uh, I don't know if it's been confirmed or if it's just speculation. I'm pretty sure it's been confirmed that next year, so the year 2020, it'll be released for PC, uh, which is pretty nice. But this game is an open world action adventure like story game, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, so let's jump right into the story. So I don't really know when this world takes place, uh, but essentially this is set in the future and it's kind of post-apocalyptic. Um, at least that's really what they imply and what they make it seem. Um, but essentially the idea is dead are among the living um, and they are called BTs, which mean beached things. Uh, and there's like this mystical place called the beach, which is kind of where everything is connected to. Um, and I don't want to give anything besides that information away about the beach um, because, you know, it's it's pretty complicated. Uh, and I don't want to ruin the story for you guys who do actually want to play this. Um, but besides that, you are playing the main character who is Sam. Uh, and he is a porter and essentially porters are uh, like a delivery service well it's not so porters are people who deliver things um, and sometimes there are like companies that have a bunch of porters that they hire which then it would be a delivery service um, but the reasons why they have specific uh, people for this job is because of how dangerous it is outside of any like civilizations you have built up um because there's there's things like the bts like i mentioned that will attack you there's also things like mules which are pirates who will take your loot and run away and mule is a acronym by the way um it's not a actual mule though that would be hilarious um but um one big event that happens um regularly during the story uh, and this kind of goes into the gameplay as well uh and i'll talk about the gameplay aspects of it when we get into that um but essentially you see an upside down rainbow form run uh <laughs> and essentially what happens this upside down rainbow forms because of timefall and timefall is the rain that comes from like around the rainbow which is you know obviously what creates the rainbow if you know anything about it and anything that the timefall touches fast forwards time so as you're walking 
like as you're looking out essentially and you see water or the rain the time fall whatever you want to call it hitting the ground you actually see flowers like growing and then they die like within seconds um and so this this is obviously an issue especially with it being as common as normal rain uh in this world um and then during the time fall as well bts will spawn the beached things will spawn which are like dead people who will attack you which is kind of like this most simple way to put it um i'm not even sure if they're considered dead but that's kind of what is implied um but it's it's pretty complicated uh and then there's also like certain areas that are more likely for the time fall to actually occur and the reason that this is is because of chiral energy which is this new energy that um obviously doesn't exist on you know at our time um but this allows for all of this time fall stuff to happen and essentially it's a new thing to harness that we're able to use to communicate and connect things together and everything like that um create new technology whatnot um so you learn more and more about it as the game goes on uh and one cool thing is that you'll actually find uh like chiral handprints and essentially what this is is little golden not little they're probably bigger than most people's hands actually um but they're golden hands that are kind of sticking out of the ground and there's usually like rocks and stuff floating around them which is pretty cool and they're usually found where time falls usually occur uh, which is pretty interesting as well and you're able to collect this as a resource and able to recycle it um, and it's actually able to be used to make items and stuff like that you yourself don't make the items but you essentially you give it to companies i don't want to call them companies but they're like stations and stuff that will transform it into items for either you or other people which is nice um but essentially your main goal of the game uh once you get through like the first chapter um is to get to the west coast of the united states and you start just off of the east coast of the united states so it's a pretty far journey um and the way that you travel is by foot and eventually you start traveling by bike um so like a motorcycle kind of like days gone and you go to different stations and you are essentially connecting them to a chiral network um to start recovering lost data from the past um and each one of these stations is about a kilometer apart from each other and you're connecting them up and they'll give you resources you're able to store stuff uh, at lockers and go to private rooms at some locations as well uh, and they all, they'll also give you different things to deliver to each other um, it's pretty it's it all gets pretty complicated I'll explain more in the gameplay um, but for the most part this game is really complicated like there's a lot of stuff to explain it was hard for me to figure out like where to start in this and yeah so if you really 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 are interested in like what i'm saying and you like want to figure out what this is either watch a walkthrough uh, which sadly i'm not able to supply this time because there's a lot of editing weirdness that or capturing weirdness that's been going on with my playstation and my recording setup so i'm not able to record uh, Death Stranding, 
Um, but I'm sure there's others on YouTube. Um, and then you can also buy the game yourself and get it uh, because it is a really good game. Um, but also, just to clarify, the United States map is definitely not to scale. Um, because I've probably gone to like four or five locations now, and it's you're already pretty much one eighth of the way through the United States, and like I said, they're each a kilometer apart, so that math doesn't check out at all. Um, but I don't know, different different world, sort of. So, I mean, I guess it's whatever you want it to be. Um, but essentially what you're trying to do is rebuild the United States to what it once was. And yes, they do use United States, so technically it is the United States of America. Um, and essentially you're trying to restore it to what it once was. Sam doesn't necessarily believe that, um, but he's helping out anyway to what, you know, whatever end he can. Um and then there's also this thing called a bridge baby, or BB, as they refer to it a lot. Um, and it's, I'll get into it more later, but essentially it allows you to connect yourself to the dead. Um, and, but every time that you plug yourself into your BB that you have, you're able to see visions um, just every single time that you plug yourself into the baby, or... I guess not every time it's whenever it's story related so you know plot armor uh <laughs> but um essentially this is starting to create its own story as well that you'll eventually have to deal with um which is also pretty interesting because it's kind of like an investigative story while you're already doing another story kind of um but this also goes so essentially a BB is born uh, from a still mother um, and so that gives their them their connection um, or I guess they're extracted not born from a still mother but they're extracted from a still mother and that somehow gives them a connection to the dead I don't know the science behind it because the science doesn't make any sense but <laughs> essentially that's how the bridge baby works because then it's able to kind of detect the dead kind of thing is able to detect the BTs um, same thing with people with dooms, um, and dooms is like some kind of like allergy, I guess. Um, but essentially, depending on your level, you have more of an allergy to the more your level of dooms is. That is, um, you will have more of an allergy towards chiral energy. Um, so when the time fall starts and stuff like that, some, like your character can start to cry um, because of the allergy. Um, and also it allows people with dooms, it allows them to kind of sense the BTs when they're around and stuff like that. Um, because anyone who doesn't have dooms is not able to see the BTs outside at all, which is which is what makes it so dangerous because they're kind of they're kind of like floating around on a wire is what they kind of look like um i don't really know how to explain it this game is probably one of the worst ones i've had to do because there's a lot of visuals with this one um but then essentially when it starts coming after you you can actually see these handprints go into the ground and start coming towards you and i don't know if anyone can see that 
Um, I don't think anyone can. I think they can just see them when they're kind of floating around. Um, but if they sense you, they will come and attack you, and essentially the whole ground will start turning into this like black ink color, and then you'll see humanoid creatures like reaching out of the uh, this ink in order to try and grab you and pull you down, which is just terrifying. But yeah, and uh, so yeah, so dooms is important to being able to either see them or just sense them, depending on your levels of it. Um, but yeah, so let's get into the gameplay. So the gameplay is heavily based around actually traveling on the ground um, because it has a lot to do with like balancing your stuff out, keeping the right weight, um, like actual like anchors and ladders and stuff that you're able to deploy. Um, but essentially one big thing is the cargo. Uh, so since you are, you know, the, what's it called, a porter, since you are a porter, you are carrying around cargo to, from location to location. Um, and at the beginning of the game, you're just transporting um, stuff that is for your missions that you're supposed to do. So it's just objective-based at first, but later on you're actually able to take on random orders. Um, and you're even able to pick up stuff that porters have dropped, like getting from location to location. Like if a porter was either raided and had to run away, or if a porter just accidentally lost something while they're transporting something, then you're able to pick it up and finish the job and you'll get the credit for it instead. Um, and essentially when you complete an order, you actually get like credit, so you get like reputation kind of. Um, so it depends on like different variables, like like the condition of the cargo, the delivery time, what the cargo actually was, um, and you'll essentially get more reputation from this, and this is based off of likes. So essentially you will gain more and more likes, and essentially your reputation level will increase more and more, um, and you'll become like a new level of porter. So technically your character is a legendary porter, um, but you yourself as the player have to actually get to that point of being a legendary porter in order for people to essentially give you more orders and bigger offers and stuff like that. So one way that you actually carry around this cargo is with your backpack. Um, so this isn't just any ordinary looking backpack either. It's just like kind of just straps kind of with a little base plate at the bottom of it. Um, but this originally, because you can upgrade this once you get um, to a certain amount on, like, I think it was the, like, condition of the cargo. I can't remember which one it was. Um, but essentially, once you get to a certain point, um, how much you're able to carry goes up. Originally, you, you are able to carry, like, 120 uh, kilograms. I think it's in kilograms. It might be in some other weight. Um but as soon as you go over that, your character is essentially like r moving extremely slow to the point where there's no reason why you should be doing that unless you're like two feet away from where you need to go. <laughs> um, and adding too much, which is usually like above half of that. So like once you get to about 60, um, you'll start to kind of lose balance and you'll need to grip the straps on your backpack. So essentially, like, if you're starting to fall and lean right, you have to use 
the left trigger in order to grab the left strap of your backpack and kind of like readjust yourself um, and shift your weight. You are able to just hold a left trigger and right trigger down, so you're just holding the backpack steady. Um, but you move slower that way, and you're not really able to sprint. So if you're trying to get away from something, usually you're going to have to balance it out as you're running, um, which is complicated. And you can even end up tripping while you're running, uh, or if you just lose balance, you can end up tripping, and you can actually lose cargo that way. Like, it can fall off of your um, backpack and get damaged from it. Um, because also, since time fall like increases the time of anything it touches if timefall hits the cargo that you're on it'll slowly degrade it um because obviously it's preserved like the stuff is preserved but since timefall has such a fast like fast forward time of you know time itself like even preservations and stuff will you know will still degrade over time so, so first it'll start destroying like the container that it's in and then it'll start destroying the actual cargo that you have. Um, you do eventually get this like repair kit that you're able to spray onto your items after you're gone from Timefall in order to kind of repair the cargo, uh, which is pretty cool. But I think that only works if the box is still... Like, if you still have the box and not just the equipment itself that's in the box, I think it's only fixing the, like, whatever is holding those items, if you know what I mean. I know, it's Like I said, pretty complicated, but <laughs> it's, it's kind of cool because all of this is based around kind of traveling and you, you actually having to know what you're doing in order to get this cargo from one location to another. Um, whether that is based off of how fast you get there um, because delivery time is an issue and also that, that happens for how much you're carrying or maybe if you're going to location you want to pick up an extra order or you might see something on the ground that is going to where you're going so you want to pick that up as well um, either just to be a good Samaritan or for more credit but you really have to manage your stuff well um, or it'll just fall apart on you, um, sometimes literally. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but you are also able to put cargo, not just on your backpack, but you're also able to put it on your person. Um, so, like, you're able to have it on, like, your either shoulders and either of your legs, like, on the edges. And then you also have your tool rack, which is, like, a one-button grab type thing for, like, a anchor or a ladder, um, something like that. Um, and then you're also able to carry items in either of your hands. So you can carry a lot of stuff, but it still has that um, weight difference that will make you slower. <sighs> there are a couple other things besides just normal... Um, like items and stuff that you can transport to different areas um, that you'll usually find like this stuff is like resins and metals which is resins and metals which are just like normal materials um, that you can find that are on the ground in the same types of boxes um, and you can use this stuff to create equipment um, 
and even like build up equipment as well like there's some things that you're going to need to add supplies to it over and over again in order for it to actually complete its job um which i'll get into later uh and then you're also able to go to different stations and actually recycle items that you have um like if it's not useful for you or if you don't think you're going to be able to take the cargo elsewhere you're able to um, able to just recycle this stuff and create it into you know whatever is going to either help you or the station that you're at um, and this could also be a use for destroyed items that you find that you find um, because you will find not just regular cargo on the ground you will find destroyed items on the ground as well that were left behind and you're able to recycle these and you know still get something out of it which is nice um, and essentially the different equipment and stuff you have an equipment wheel that you're able to use um, you can only have so much on you at a time though um, but you're able to select what equipment you want to use so like the original stuff you'll get is like a ladder an anchor and a PCC so the ladder is essentially it's a box that will expand into a ladder uh, up to a certain size and you can either use this to put across like a river and like walk across it or you're able to put it on some kind of vertical surface and use it as you know a ladder then you also have the anchor which essentially you're if you're standing on top of a cliff and you have no way down one really good thing to do is just shove an anchor into the ground and then you basically throw a rope over the edge and then you grab the rope and you climb down uh, and this is actually a really cool feature um, because essentially you're able to see what so I think this works kind of how leaderboards work in some games where it tracks local people who own the game um, and essentially it shows you what they've done so you'll actually see you will never come across another player or porter technically but every player is considered a porter and you'll actually see some of the stuff they place down. So if they place down a ladder, you'll be able to see it and even use it. If they've placed down an anchor, you'll be able to see it and use it, uh, which is really nice. And same thing with the PCC stuff. So the PCC is essentially a um, 3D printing type thing. So basically you put it on the ground, um, you choose, or first you choose what you want and then you put it on the ground. Um, so like one of the first few things that you get like right off the bat um, within like the first four or five hours of gameplay um, you get like a storage device which you're able to open and you can either put stuff in kind of like a private locker type of way and keep it there for you to pick up later or you can actually make it so that way other porters can come by pick up this stuff and deliver it for you um, which is really cool it's a really cool handoff system um i don't know if you really get any credit for doing that i haven't tested that out um but i don't think you would um but at least you've done your part in getting it part way to somewhere uh, which is really nice and then you also have kind of a scout tower which you will also see a lot just kind of about in some stations that you come across or even if other players have put it down um, but essentially, if, when you activate this, you're able to scan a large amount of terrain that is around you. And you're able to see what other, like, 
um, equipment that people have put down. So you're able to see ladders that are really far away or anchors that are really far away. Um, so essentially you're able to plan your travel up to a certain point. Um, because you do have a small time scanner, which is just your, uh, your right bumper um, ability, just allows you to do a scan of a smaller scale that does the exact same thing. Um, so the scout tower is on like a much, much larger scale. I also don't think it's called the scout tower, but you, you know, if you know what, you know, this, what the scout tower is, it just, yeah. You'll also get a bridge, which essentially is one of the things that I said, you'll have to bring materials to in order to actually finish building it. Um, and this is really useful for getting across bigger rivers or like canyons and stuff like that. Uh, and then you also have a generator, which you're able to put down um, and charge electronics like your bike that you'll get within like the first five hours of gameplay. So, by the way, a lot of stuff, if you couldn't tell, you get within the first five hours of gameplay. <laughs> so, there you go. Get to five hours and then you'll pretty much be set. Um, but you also have a stamina meter. So, essentially, the stamina meter... As you use it, it goes down, um, and then if you stop, uh, if you're just on a normal walk or, like, just, yeah, if you're just, like, on a normal walk or sprinting or something like that, it won't really go down at all. It'll refill pretty much as you're using it, um, but if you're, if you're having to escape somewhere or you're, like, kind of tripping or you're going down somewhere quickly or you're, like, moving through water, it'll use your stamina up a lot quicker. And uh, essentially, you'll have to then stand still in order for it to recharge. And what happens is the limit of the stamina bar will actually end up going down as you get more and more like thirsty or tired. Um, and this like means that you should drink because uh, you will have monster energies, funny enough, uh, that you're able to drink. It's very obvious that they got sponsored by monster energy, just saying. Um, but you're able to drink monster energies for, you know, I guess thirst reasons. Uh, and then you're also able to rest to gain your, um, what's it called? Stamina. That's it. Um, but what can happen if you don't have your stamina is you can end up like tripping or losing balance a lot easier, rolling down a hill, um, kind of like you can in Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Like if you run out of stamina, you'll start rolling down a hill. Um, but yeah, so you can recharge it though. It's really easy as long as you have what you need around you and you're not, but it can suck if you're trying to get away from something. This is what makes the bike so nice, except for, you know, obviously the fact that you'll get, you're going to have to go up hills sometimes. Um, but yeah. And also your shoes will actually get worn down as you play. So you'll actually have to change them out. Um, you can either find the, find more boots at mule camps or you can actually like create them out of the resins and metals that you get. Um, and yeah. Uh, and like I said, you will, you will eventually get a bike. You do have to charge it, um, but it does have a pretty big battery. Um, and you can actually store cargo on it, which is nice. So you don't have to keep it all on your person. And this allows you to carry more to a greater distance quicker. So the bike is a lifesaver. Um, and then with the bridge baby to get more into that, essentially, it allows you to detect BTs, like I said. Um, but the way it does it, 
way it tells you that it's detecting BTs is that it uses a dev- like a device like it's this little um, circular dish with four arms like one on each side of the circle and essentially these will open and close at a certain pace depending on how close you are to a BT um, and it will be blue and essentially it'll be opening and closing and as you get closer and closer to a BT it'll start opening and closing more and I'm making hand motions right now but you guys obviously it's not helping you guys since you can't see me um, <laughs> Um, but once you actually get close enough to it, it'll start turning orange and it will completely just stay open while you can hear the baby crying because obviously it's very upset that you're next to a dead person. Um, and it basically, in order for you not to be detected as easily, unless you run directly into it, which is bad, um, you have to hold your breath because if you breathe, then it is more likely that the BT will notice you and start coming after you. And this is when you'll see the handprints in the ground start coming after you. You'll just see these human humanoid-like handprints that will fill up with that ink every time they you, they make an imprint into the ground, and they'll essentially start chasing you. And at first, when they just suspect that you're there, they go pretty slowly. But once they know that you're there, the entire ground starts filling up with the ink. And then, like I said earlier you'll start seeing these humanoid beings coming out of it that are completely ink-soaked and just trying to pull you under, and you have to shake them off and try to, like, slowly get your way through the sludge that you're in. And once you're out of it, it's like you your heart is racing so fast you feel like it's going to burst out of your chest. Um, at least that's how I am with it. Like, it is, it's actually quite terrifying. Um but this can actually cause stress on the BB, like whenever you get into those types of engagements. And so you actually have to nurture it by like cradling it or swaddling it. Um, and it, it it's in a little containment pod to mimic the still mother that it was taken out of. So you cradle the pod, not the actual baby. Um, it'd be kind of weird if you just directly smack the baby onto your suit. But... Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, and like I said, Dooms has a similar effect that the BB does, except for it doesn't have that little light thing, so, so yeah, so Sam wasn't really before able to do that as well, so now you're able to do it better with the BB, um, and essentially you two are working together, um, but BBs and Dooms don't usually work together, and this is more of a story aspect than it is a gameplay aspect, but... Um, BBs and Dooms don't really work together, but for some reason this, but for some reason this combination is, and the BB seems kind of different than most do, uh, which is kind of cool. So it shows some kind of sign of Sam being something, I would say. Um, but yeah. Um, so overall, in summary for Death Stranding, the story is extremely complicated um but it is interesting um and it's kind of hard for me to pull away from the game because i just want to keep playing and figuring out more to this puzzle um and like like i said earlier it was really hard for me to to figure out where i wanted to start with this podcast um because it's just there's so much going on as soon as you get into the game 
um, that you're already asking questions before you even have a chance to use the controller, um, which I find amazing. I think that's a really good part in making a story game such as this one. Um, I also really like the idea that other players have like come through and put down these ladders and anchors that they've left behind and you're accessible to them. And you can actually tell because if you go back to something that um, you've put down, you'll actually see likes on it. So every time somebody uses something, they're able to put a like on it. And so if you if you go back to some of the stuff that you place down, you will probably see a bunch of likes on those items, whether it's bridges, ladders, anchors, anything like that. Um, but I just find that really cool that, you know, it it's kind of multiplayer, but like not at all at the same time. I don't know. I find it interesting. Um, but I do also really like how the gameplay isn't really based around combat and stuff like that. It's more based around actually making deliveries and traveling. It sounds really boring, but it's really interesting um, because of how like specific you have to be with where you're going, what you're doing. You have to kind of plan it out. Um, figure out what's going on, especially when parts of the story will kick in without you even, like, knowing. So, like, parts of the story will kick in, and all of a sudden you're in the middle of, uh, in the middle of something that you weren't expecting to be in the middle of. Um, and this is this is also a big survival aspect type game as well, with having to collect materials, craft stuff. Um, stuff will degrade and deteriorate. Um, and you have to kind of make your way around with what you have, build equipment, that type of thing. So it is very survival-based and traveling-based as well, uh, which I find I find this game amazing, to be honest with you, even though it's, like, especially since it's been in production for a long time. They have a lot of big-time actors in the game as well, um, like Norman Reedus. And if you don't know who Norman Reedus is, he's the main character who um, who plays in this game, so Sam. Uh, and then he was, I think his name was Daryl from The Walking Dead. I don't know, something like that. Um, but yeah, he's a really popular person. He's the main character. There's a few other ones that I don't feel like listing them all off, but <laughs> there, there are some pretty big-time names with TV shows and movies. So you'll probably recognize some faces in there if you watch any of that type of stuff. But overall, my rating is a 10 out of 10 for this game. Um, so pretty high praise from me. Uh, I obviously there are some issues, but the movement in the game is really nice unless you're trying to make it look bad because you know it looks okay until you start making the character freak out and then all of a sudden his legs are intertwined. Uh, <laughs> so um, but that's more your fault than it is the game's fault. It's not meant to keep up like that um, or even act that way. So um, but besides that, make sure you check out our Instagram and Twitter for any updates on this podcast or other gaming stuff that we host. Um, and then also make sure you check out our Discord uh, to talk to us or other people about this game or others. Uh, make sure you check out our website, which has all of the different gaming content uh, hubs that we host, um, like Twitch, YouTube, another podcast even. Um uh, and then also, if you want to listen to more music of the person who made the music for this podcast for the beginning and end of it, um, make sure you check out DJ Augie. All of this stuff will be in the description. Um, but besides all of that, game on.